the chosen generation say so. Hallelujah. Let the peculiar people say so. Let the royal priesthood say so. Come on, I need you to lift your voice in this place if you know where you are. If you know who's your king, come on, lift up your voice. This ain't no ordinary service, and we don't serve an ordinary God. So I pray and beg that you don't give God an ordinary worship. Come on, I tell somebody to lose your mind in this place. Before we get to the worship song, before we get to the preaching, can somebody give God a good praise in this place? Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, let's bind together and pray. Lord God, I look up to you, Jesus, because you're where my help comes from, oh God. And Lord, I'm asking God that as our praises go up, Jesus, that you would let heaven come down in this house, God. Lord, assign angels to every corner. Let there be no interference in this house, God. Let there be no contention and strife. Come on, I need your prayer with me. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I feel the need to say this. This is so Jesus. If you come here with a problem and a situation right now, this is the atmosphere where it can all change for you. Do you believe that with me right now? Do you believe me right now? Come on, I need you to show me that you believe in that right now. Whatever you came in with, whatever you came in this problem, whatever problem you brought before the throne, God has enough power and might to remission it right now. And as you lift up your praise, it's going to come down strong and mighty. So right now, I need you to grab a neighbor. Grab your neighbor beside you if it's appropriate. Right now, we're going to bind together. Hallelujah. Lord God, touch my neighbor, God. Touch his or her mind. Touch their body, touch their soul, and touch their spirit, God. And whatever they came into the house with, whatever burden is weighing them down, oh God, I pray, Lord, that they be broken tonight. God, let the battle of their mind die tonight. I command depression to die right now. I command suicide to die right now. God, let it die, oh God. Look to your neighbor and say, neighbor, God is getting ready to turn it around. Say it one more time, God. Look to your neighbor and say, neighbor, God is getting ready to turn it around. Give God some praise in this house. If you believe that God's going to turn it around, why don't you give him some praise? Why don't you give God some praise? In the name of Jesus, I lose faith over this church. In the name of Jesus, give us your faith, God. Faith to believe that you can move any mountain, that you can take us through any valley. Faith to believe that you're going to bring us through. I lose faith over this congregation. Faith into our hearts. Faith into our minds. I lose faith in every single home. I lose faith in every single workplace. I lose faith. I lose faith. Faith to believe. You gotta believe that God is going to do something for you tonight. God is going to do something for you tonight. You, he's not leaving anybody out. He's not leaving anybody out. He's doing it for you. Faith is gonna rise in this room tonight. I had one word whenever I came up here and that was faith. I've said it over and over and over again. And faith is about to rise in every one of us. We're going to be walking in faith from now on. This revival is to revive our faith in God. That we can really believe that He will do something for us. That He will take us through. That if we speak to a mountain, it will be removed.
can walk through the sea. Then we can walk on water as Peter did. God is giving us faith and it is rising up within us. The more and more we see miracles and signs and wonders, God is loosing faith in our spirits. Come on, why don't we give the Lord a shout of praise in this place tonight one more time. I believe somebody has come to tax the devil. Devil, you got to give me my peace back. Devil, you got to give me back my sane mind. Devil, you got to give me back my kids. Come on, why don't we war in the spirit right now? Let's, let's raise up a shout in this place tonight. The Bible says the weapons of our warfare are mighty through the pulling down of strongholds. And I would just dare to believe that the devil has been in your mind rent free. But I come to tax the devil tonight. I come to tell the devil enough is enough. Come on, if somebody believes it, why don't you just shout? Why don't you just praise? Why don't you just let a little jump get in your spirit right now? Come on, we're here to fight back. We're here to push back. And we will get back what the enemy has stolen from us. Last night, after service, I was at Buffalo Wild Wings. You know, greatest chicken wraps in the world, amen? And uh, while we were sitting there, I was watching. Now, I don't usually watch this, but, you know, they have TVs everywhere, so you can't help it. But I was watching the UFC match, and I watched as two men would make each other bleed, punching each other crazily. They were just going at it 100%. They were giving it everything they had. And I just stopped and thought about it because the Bible says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities and spiritual rulers of wickedness. But this is what I noticed. They got to a point to where one of the men was constantly hitting the other guy and the other guy just sat there taking those hits and I just sat there for a minute and I thought about it how many times have we let the devil just sit there and punch us and hit us and torment us and come after us and we just sit there and watch on the sidelines I don't know about you but I came to give the devil a black eye tonight I came to show the devil who's in charge I have the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead and I come to tax him I will get what he stole somebody shout Give me my peace back. Praise the Lord, church. Acts 2 and 1. And the day of Pentecost was fully coming, and they were all in one accord. Everybody had the same mindset, the same goal in mind. And the next verse says, And suddenly, suddenly there came a sound as heaven from a mushing, rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. So I declare that everybody has the same goal in this place. Everybody has the same goal in mind to see God move in this place. So God, I pray unity in this place. I pray that everybody would have the same goal to see your spirit move, to see your miracles happen, to see the miraculous power, healing virtue flow in this place. I, I claim your power in the name of Jesus. Come over this place like never before. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Well, let's begin to praise him right now I want you to look back over everything the Lord has done for you I want you to look back at every mountain he's moved for you I want you to look back and begin to praise God for what he has brought you through tonight come on begin to worship him hallelujah Jesus hallelujah Jesus come on lift up your voices lift up your hands give him a great praise right now Think about where he's brought you from. 
Look back for just a minute. Look back for just a minute and look at how far you've come. Look at what you used to be in. Look at what you used to be doing. Look back for just a minute and see where God has brought you. And why don't you give him a praise that matches that? Why don't you give him a praise that matches what he's done for you? He's great and greatly to be praised. Hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah in the room. Come on, let's lift up the voices in the room. Let's set an atmosphere of praise right now. Hallelujah. How many give him praise for every mountain he's brought you over? For every trial he's brought you through. For everything he's seen you through. Come on, let's give him praise in the room. Come on, put your hands together. We're going to sing this old song, but we're going to sing and shout. Are you ready? For every mountain. Your name. Come on, lift up your voice. 
clap your hands right now. We're gonna sing every knee shall bow. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue confess. Every tongue confess. How many know it? How many know it? How many know the Lord is He is, is, is He's over us? He's over everything. Come on, confess it with your mouth. Confess it with your mouth. You know it's real simple. Just say, I can't.
by the blood, by the blood.
Yes, I will. 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 I will. I will. By the blood. Shout victory! Shout victory! 
I said, shout victory, victory, victory in my family, victory in my head, in my body. identity. People have come in here and the enemy has convinced them that they're not what God has called him. They called them to be. He, he's convinced them that they're that they're worthless, that they have no value. But we are a chosen generation. We've come in this place chosen as a royal priesthood. We've come in this place to do a work for the Lord. We got a reason to dance. We got a reason to shout. We got a reason to pray people through because that's what the Lord told us to do. That's what the Lord has given us you. God has an identity for you in this place tonight. You ought to dance in this place. You ought to shout in this place. You ought to get what the Lord has got for you in this place. I've got the victory. I've got the victory.
Can you sing it now? Sing it now. Yes, it works. Yes, it works. I know it. 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 Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I know it works. If you've been going through something, if you've been dealing with something, I wish you began to plead the blood. Just say, I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus over my mind. I plead the blood of Jesus over my sickness. I plead the blood of Jesus over my family.
welcome in this place tonight and you need to give to the Holy Ghost. God can do it right now. Because where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And where two or three are gathered in, my, in His name, He is in the midst. He inhabits the praises of His people. And what we've been doing has been building a house for the Lord to inhabit. If you need the Holy Ghost tonight, God will fill you today. Lift your hands all over the room right now and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost and let faith fill the room. If you need the Holy Ghost, you can get it today. But if you need healing, you can get it today. If you need deliverance, you can get it today. He's here right now. sound of worship right now. Lift up a sound of worship in the room. If you've got the Holy Ghost, if you've got the Holy Ghost, let it flow out in other tongues. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. We praise you for the victory, God. We praise you for the victory right now. We praise you for we're going to overcome. We praise you because we have overcome. We give you the glory right now. in what he can do let him move on your body right now let him move on into your soul right now God is not limited take the limits off of him right now Can we pray? Can we make this a prayer room right now? Can we make this a prayer room? I know it's good to praise, but God said my house should be called a house of prayer. Oh, God, right now, move in the, in the place. 
Every broken heart I command to be mended back together. Every sick body, let it be healed tonight. Let's not lose what God's doing right now. If you just ever hand lifted right now, ever hand lifted. Come on, the winds is moving in this place. The wind is blowing in this house. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the house. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues, cloven tongues, like as a fire, and it set on each of them. And see, they were all filled. They were all filled. Brother Hughes said it a minute ago, if, if you're here right now and you don't have the baptism of the Holy Ghost, evidence of speaking in other tongues, you can have it right now. said you can have it right now brother lift your hands God's finna give you clarity he finna give you clarity brother you hear me and you're gonna know what to do if you'll pay attention it'll be within the week And see it, pray, man. Pray. Come on. Come on, let the wind blow. Now don't be resistant right now. Don't be resistant to the wind. Come on, don't stand strong right now. Let the wind move you. Come on, let the wind begin to blow in your life. Let the wind blow. Let me... Harvesters say that that the only way that you can tell the difference between a wheat and a tear is that right before harvest time, the fruit on top of the wheat, when the wind starts blowing across that field, it'll cause them to bow, Brother Hughes. See, the tares stand up proud and strong. But the wheat, when the wind starts blowing, they just submit to it. 
into a position of worship. Don't stand proud tonight. Don't get so accustomed to the wind blowing in this church that a supernatural move of God no longer moves you. The wind's blowing right now. I'm going to tell you why the wind started blowing. Because there were some folks in here that whenever they entered into his gates, when you walked in them doors over there, you entered into his gates. And there was men and women in this house that when they entered in, they entered in the Bible way. They entered in with thanksgiving. They entered in with praise. They entered in with gratitude. Wow! Oh, they entered in with a heart that says, Jesus, I love you. Lord, I praise you. I lift my voice to you. That's why we feel the wind. See, wind in, in, in the natural, it's never created in a low-pressure area. It always is created in a place of high pressure. And let me tell you what creates high pressure. Heat. Fire. That's why whenever you see a big flame go to rolling, if there's anything behind it like a curtain or anything, that thing will just go to waving like that. Because the heat is necessary for the wind. What creates high pressure? Heat. What creates heat? When the molecules begin to get excited. When the molecules begin to move, it creates high pressure, which is necessary for the wind to start blowing. That's why you feel what you feel, because the folks came in this house excited about Jesus. Is anybody here tonight excited? Excited about the Lord. Excited about what he's able to do. Excited about what you feel. Brother, the wind's blowing right now. Woo! In Ezekiel 37, the prophet said, The hand of the Lord was on me and carried me out in the valley which was full of bones. And lo, they were very dry. And the Lord asked that old prophet a question. He said, Ezekiel, can these bones live? Do you think 
that I can do anything with this mess that you're looking at. He said, oh Lord God, thou knowest. Little brother, we, a lot of times we see different circumstances and things in our life and we're looking at it and we're thinking, how in the world can this be put back together? How in the world can anything good come from this? He said, Lord, thou knowest. He told that prophet, brother, he said, prophesy under them bones. Prophesy to that situation that you're looking at and say, oh ye dry bones hear the word of the Lord see the word tonight carries enough authority to put anything that's broken in your life back together the word's got enough power in it tonight to reassemble anything that's been devastated in your life. As the Word of God goes out, there's a restoration that's taking place right now. Jesus said these words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. There's a prophetic anointing on me right now. And he told him, he said, prophesy under them bones. And say, oh, ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Ezekiel said, so I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, bone came together. Bone to his bone. There wasn't no foot attached to the end of somebody's arm. But that foot, that foot crawled right back exactly where God had placed it the first time. I feel there was a shaking and bone begin to come to bone. I feel a shaking in the Holy Ghost right now. There's a shaking in the spirit and there's some things as I speak this word that are getting put back together in individuals' life. There's a restoration that's flowing. Bone came to bone. Sinew came upon the bone. Brother Hughes and flesh came upon the sinew. And it stood up. But there was no breath in it. There was no life in that man. 
There was no life in that army. And he told that prophet, he said, prophesy to the wind. He said, prophesy to the wind, son of man. Prophesy to the four winds that they may breathe. It was in Genesis 2 and 7 that God breathed life into Adam. And he became what? A living soul. The man Adam was not alive until God began to breathe. My God. Jesus before he set the disciples before the day of Pentecost, the Bible says that he breathed on them, Brother Blacker. He breathed on them. It said, receive ye the Holy Ghost. That was divinity on the inside of him. That word breath right there means ruach, which means the wind or the Spirit of God. Now I understand all across this house, I know this thing slowed down, but God's talking to some folks right now. All across this house, just like in the valley, Brother Marshall, there was all kinds of needs. There was everything that you could imagine. And that army that was standing before Ezekiel there so whenever the Lord told him to prophesy, he didn't just tell him to prophesy to the wind. He said prophesy to the four winds. Because each wind that was supposed to come into that valley was going to carry something different with them. Down in that valley, there was people that needed deliverance. Just like in the house right now. The scripture tells us in Exodus 14 and 21 that the Lord sent a strong east wind all that night when the children of Israel were coming out of bondage and the waters were divided. It's the east wind tonight that'll bring deliverance in your life and also crush the adversary that's been trailing you and tormenting you. I'm speaking right now prophetically over some folks. Hell has been on your tracks. And you're at the place of a Red Sea. And it looks like there ain't no way out. And you're thinking about giving up. And turning around. And going back where you came from. God said, not tonight. Because I've spoken to the east wind. And there's deliverance in this house right now. Oh, Brother Miller, I don't need deliverance. I've just been living in famine. I'm walking through a dry place. And I'm thirsty. 
and I need something to quench my thirst in this desert that I've been walking in. See, that's why he had to prophesy to the west wind. Because when Elijah, after three years of famine, went up to the top of Mount Carmel, the Bible says that he looked over towards the Mediterranean Sea and there arose a cloud the size of a man's hand. If you look at a map, the Mediterranean is west of Mount Carmel. Jesus said in Luke 12 and 54, when you see a cloud rise out of the west, straightway, you say a shower cometh. You don't have to leave in famine tonight. Brother Miller, my life is a wreck. Everything is chaotic. There's no peace. There's no rest in my life. And I don't know how much longer that I can deal with it. I prophesied of the south wind right now. Job 37 and 17 says that the Lord quieteth the earth by the south wind. You know, we were formed from the dust My God. of the ground. And as the south wind blows, there's peace that's in this house. Well, Brother Miller, I'm, I feel like I'm never going to make it out of this storm. It's dark. And I'm lonely. And the waves continually beat against this vessel. I haven't seen the sunshine in a long time. I need help. Proverbs 25 and 23 says that the north wind driveth away the rain. See, when the Spirit of God goes to moving like it is right now, every need in the valley The pastor said it this morning. Tonight is still today. Every need in the valley. As the wind begins to blow. Can be met. You just can't resist it. You gotta yield yourself to him and allow him to move and 
bring restoration. Every hand lifted right now. If you got the Holy Ghost, I'm going to ask you to pray at a depth that you have not prayed in a long time. That's it. Come on. The wind's blowing. The wind's blowing. The winds of Pentecost. Come on, whatever you come in here tonight desiring, whatever you came to the house of the Lord needing, that's it. Come on. Let the Spirit of God begin to flow through you. Let the Spirit of God begin to move. Would you lift your hands, buddy?
and see it all across the house. Come on, there's folks God's dealing with people right now. That's it. That's it right there, brother. That's it. As you get broken, as you get broken before him, God's going to begin to move. That's it. Praying loud right now. All across the house, praying loud right now. Come on, let the wind blow. Let the wind blow. Let the wind blow. Let the wind blow. Come on, there's deliverance here right now. There's deliverance here right now. Come on, there's peace right now. Come on, leave. There's relief. That's it, push yourself. Come on, prayer warrior, push yourself. Push yourself. Lord, I prophesy to the north, prophesy to the south, prophesy to the east, and I prophesy to the west. I command the wind to begin to blow that your mighty acts can be performed. If you feel the Holy Ghost, if you feel the Holy Ghost leading you, just yield to it. Come on, if God's dealing with you by praying for somebody, let him move. 
Let him move you. Come on, there's a deep dimension of the Holy Ghost. That's it. Let the wind blow. Come on, that word is as sure tonight, brother, as it was when it was spoke to you. It's as sure tonight as it was when it was spoke to you. That's right. God will fulfill it and God will perform it if you'll yield to what he wants to do. He's not going to let you be fulfilled outside of him, friend. He's not going to allow it. That's it, brother. You got influence. You've got influence. You can influence people to go the right direction. See, you're not a follower, friend. You're a leader. You're a leader, brother. That's it, and it ain't no time to go AWOL. You're part of the army. I'm telling you, brother. There's a warrior spirit, a fighting spirit. And God made you that way for a specific purpose. That's it. Go ahead and submit all the way, brother. Submit all the way.
Come on, let the wind move you right now. Let the wind move you. Come on, it wants to carry some of us into a dimension that we've never been to. The wind wants to carry some of us into a dimension in the spirit that we've never been to, never tapped into. I'm telling you. As you continue to pray and you allow the Lord just to do what he wants to do. There's life-changing power in here right now. Not just emotion. There's life-changing power that's here. The scripture says, in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. That word spirit right there is the same word. Ruach, the wind. As the wind began to blow and the word began to be spoken. Things begin to be created. Things begin to take form. Where there was a void place. As the wind blew. Things begin to change. Brother, could you play on that piano for me? Sister, I want to pray for you. God can restore and put back together what hell is trying to destroy. Sister, storms in life at times, they, they wreak havoc on us. They tear things apart. But God's able to take the broken pieces. Make something beautiful out of it. Kilo boreto mosandaye. When Paul came out on the other side of the storm and 
believe it was Acts 27, he floated on one piece of board. The storm had destroyed everything. But he made it to the other side, sister, holding on to one piece. And I can see you in the spirit right now, and that's all you've holding on to. And you felt at times that you ain't going to make it to the other side. But if you can trust anybody, sister, you can trust him, and you know that. You know that, but you just got to trust him again. You got to trust him again. You trust him, you say, Lord, I'm giving it to you. Well, they finna leave right now, okay? Where's my my brother at? That brother Jonathan. Come on over here, Brother Jonathan. We're going to build this sister's faith. God fishing to heal her just like he did you. And see, sister, God don't reveal things unless he's going to heal you, okay? This brother right here had migraines for years and years. Went to the doctor, was going to have to get shots, and uh, he come in, come to the church, got got prayed for and he got to go back to the doctor and tell them what God had done for him because he hadn't had a migraine since he didn't end up having to get the shots that he was supposed to get God really performed a miracle for him and I'm believing right now that as I lay my hand on you sister that you can feel healing virtue flowing pray brother Jonathan and this right here yeah that right there is leaving that's right I release you from them right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the authority of the Word of God and the power of the Holy Ghost. I command them to leave. You won't have another one after this night. In Jesus' name. Thank you, brother. Let's see it. Let's just keep this atmosphere right here. Let's just keep this atmosphere. Let's not, let's not yield, let's not 
Stand strong against what God's wanting to do right now. Brother Aaron. Pray, Brother Aaron. lift your voice right now. Sister, you got a big wall and it's hard to let people in. But you can trust God. You can trust Him. So we're going to do something right now. We're going to do it in the natural, but there's something that's going to be removed in the Spirit. This wall that you've built, I want you to just reach out and I want you to take that brick off and I just want you to throw it to the side. That's right. You're going to tear it down, okay? You're going to tear it down. God, and I'm going to give you access. I'm going to give you access. That's it, sister. That's the Holy Ghost. If you'll just yield to him and let him speak to you, that's the Spirit of God. See, there it is, sister. That's it, right there, sister. Go ahead. That was the Holy Ghost. That's it. That's the Holy Ghost. Go ahead. Go ahead, sister. Speak that out. That's it. That's the Holy Ghost. Yanda roto mo sanda rote ikayandere koto masandere mo rete mo kaya dindere kondere mo roto sanda re kande ko. That's it. That's it, sister. 
as you continue to yield. As you continue to yield. It amazes me how personal God is with each and every one of us. He's personal, Brother Craig. He, he knows the number of hairs on our head. He knows everything about us. He, he knows what we're up against. He knows how we're feeling. He, he knows what you're going to be facing when you walk out of here. He, and I'm going to tell you, he he's not only knows, but Brother Eli, he's concerned. He's concerned, just like any good father would be. A father that's not concerned about what's going on with his kids is not a good father at all, is he, Brother Austin? No, he's not. Some of us got fathers in the natural, and they was deadbeats. They were no good. And you liken that oftentimes to our Heavenly Father. Because the way that your earthly father treated you. God will never leave you. He'll never turn his back on you. He won't never put on you more than you can bear. And he'll always provide a way of escape. He's rich in mercy. That whenever you fail and you don't do right and you get it wrong, he don't throw you away and he don't holler at you. But he receives you as you are. And he loves you as you come to him. I'm in the Holy Ghost right now. You don't have to get everything right. When you come to Him, 
but you can bring him all your mess. Brother, I prayed for you this morning. When I come to God, it, I didn't have anything to offer him. Bunch of junk. Life a mess. Been torn to shreds. And he sit there like this. Brother Aaron, and I didn't begin to live for him because I was afraid of going to hell. But whenever I begin to get a revelation and an understanding about how much he loved me, Brother Vasquez, everything inside of me wanted to please him. It wasn't about a rule book. It wasn't about scratching off this that I did this right and got to work on this because I did this wrong. But there was such a desire in me to please him. Because he first loved me. Not when I put on a suit and tie. Not when I had everything looking just right. But when there was nothing good. About me. He loved me just the same as he does right now. See, he don't love life because he's got agape love. In spite of our flaws, agape sees through that. In spite of our shortcomings, agape sees through that. In spite of our failures, God's love sees through that. Nothing can separate you from the love of Christ. Paul says, shall tribulation or distress, persecution or famine, nakedness, peril or sword. He said, nay, in all these things, you were more than a conqueror. You've got to know that about yourself. You were more than a conqueror through him that loved you. Not through your own ability. Me and Brother Hughes was talking about it, but it's a work of grace in our life. Paul went on to say, I am persuaded that neither death nor life, angels nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature, sister, can separate you from the love of God. If you make a mistake, get up and just keep coming. If you have a hard time, just get up and keep coming. Let this body love you, encourage you, 
That's why this church is so powerful. There's a bunch of apostolic encouragers in here. People that love people. Want to see people saved. That's what the body of Christ is supposed to be. We're supposed to be Christ in the earth. We're supposed to love as he does. And you do. And look at the fruit of it. If you're here tonight and you don't have a church home or you've been living out in the world, I'm, me and Sister Miller preach all over the place. And you don't find a church like this everywhere you go, I'm just going to tell you. you're part of this congregation, you're part of something great. And if you're not a part of it, you can be a part of something great. As the man of God comes, we could just lift our hands. Amen. Can we love the Lord and thank Him for what He's done in this house tonight? I don't ever want to forget to thank him. After he does what only he can do, I want to thank him for it and let him know how appreciative I am of his presence and his anointing and his goodness and mercy. Oh, that's right. Can you just lay your hand on somebody close to you and pray one for another? Ask the hand of God, the goodness of God, to be with them. Amen. God knows we need each other. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. God, I praise you and I worship your name. God, I 